Yeah, that's what I get for a lot of the picks that I had uh, this week. Let's just say that for that's sure. All right, that's all right. Anyway, that's let's all right. get on to the intro. Um, welcome, everyone. This is Nate the Great coming to you live from the All Sports All Plays Network. I'm here with Doug Rush on the ASAP Football Frenzy. The dog that's been annoying right now, going on barking in the background. Um, Doug, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. How are you over there in uh, I don't know if you're Colorado or Texas? You've been Washington. moving all over the place. Washington. Washington. Uh, Washington. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, three, you're like 3,000 miles away from me. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, uh, we're, we're watching the, the last uh, minute 45. Unfortunately, you do not blow up the internet. You do not shock the world. The Lions are not winning 45 to 10. So that's not happening, unfortunately, for you. Okay. Uh, yeah, my dad was asking me a question. Um, so, so, you know, let's start off with a little bit of what's going on for Thursday, uh, Thursday night. So, well, actually, this last Thursday, which was the New York Giants versus the Washington football team. The winner of that was the uh, Washington football team off of a last-second field goal. Oh uh, yes. The final score of that was 30-29. to 29. 29. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, and I had a difference of opinion on picks for the, that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you ended up going with the Washington football team. I ended up going with the New York Giants. Uh, sorry, you flipped that. You end up going with the New York Giants, and I end up going with the Washington football team. Um, so, you know, the point that you, you made out, you said that um, 
you know, the Daniel Jones has never lost to the Washington football team. Is that what you said? So, known history. That, that, um, that, and that history came to an end on Thursday night. So. On something else that I – something else that I didn't notice until Thursday night football, one of the two things had to have been broken Thursday night. Okay. Either Daniel Jones wins a primetime football game Mm-hmm. He's never done that in his career. Okay. Or he loses to watching this football team, which he's never done in his career. So one oh. of those two things had to happen. And uh, I didn't realize that until Thursday night football. Um, I guess that was my only take for that. You know, what, what would, What's your take on this, on the game, period? I mean, okay, so I know we talked about, you know, Daniel Jones' um, inconsistencies. And you know what? Kudos to Daniel Jones. He looked like an actual NFL starting quarterback. He played as well as he could to try to win that game. He didn't commit any turnovers. He had a rushing touchdown, a passing touchdown. He had two of them taken away, because one because of a bogus penalty, should not have been called holding, and the other was literally through the hands of Darius Slayton. That would have put the game away for the Giants. Um and even then, the Giants still had a chance to win the game, if not for a offsides penalty, which actually was shown should not have been called offsides. Um, gave Dustin Hopkins another chance to kick a field goal. He made the second opportunity. and But you know what? The Giants had every opportunity to win this game. It should not have come down to that field goal. The Giants just invent new ways to lose and this is like when you're when you're good at winning you win games when you lose a lot of games you find ways to lose and right now this season the last five years the giants have found ways to lose a lot of games and they just found a new way to lose on thursday and uh you know what washington washington found a way to win and you know what they were the better team yeah, um, although Freddie, who's another New York Giants fan, Giants fan. Right. Uh, he said that even though that the Giants lost, they did show uh, signs of promise in this game. They did. Uh, you know, they, do you do you agree with that, or do you have a different opinion? Oh no, they they showed they they. I mean, the the biggest thing for me, um, I mean Saquon, he didn't have his best game, but I mean he showed signs of life. You know, coming off the ACL injury and the surgery, he showed some signs of, of burst. It's still going to take him time. Daniel, like I said, Daniel Jones was one of the biggest um, surprises at, because, you know, he hasn't won a primetime game. Sometimes he just seems like he doesn't do well in the primetime games. And you know what? He came to play. I mean, if, if everything had gone well, Daniel Jones has four touchdowns, two rushing and two passing. Um, the Giants did show some promise, but at the end of the day, promise will not put the win in the, the W side of the win column. You still have to finish games. You have to close out games. And that maybe that's a young team thing. Maybe that's a team that has experienced so much losing. They forgot how they've forgotten how to win. And the Giants need to remember how to win football games. And part of that is closing out another team. So promise. Yes. 
with that said, the Giants are still ways away from, you know, being back to mm-hmm. a competitive winning football team. You know, let's do a quick transition into the game where I'll put I put it up once before, I'll put it up again. The humble pie. The humble pie. Um I said well, 40, last week you said forty five to ten. I mean you were just shooting yeah. the stars there. <laughs> you tried. I, I okay. swear the Packers did not look good in against the New Orleans Saints, which is why I mean and the Lions, even though they they managed to pull off a well, what was going to be a an upset I mean not upset, a blowout when they were losing the 49ers to they lost by eight points. So, I mean, this that's, you know, kind of why, I'm, uh, you know, the gist, uh, it's not the only reason, but that is the gist of, you know, why I made the pick. But, however, I will say one thing, that even though my prediction was way off, the point behind the prediction, I did see a little bit of that tonight. Okay. And that, um, fun fact is, you know, the Packers were not in, they did not have the lead at all until the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they, you're talking about a team that has one of the best, Detroit has one of the best uh, top five tied in uh, in the league right now. I, I would mm-hmm. say that probably number four. You, you put them behind Waller, Kittle, and Travis Kelsey. But you know that's pretty much it. You do have Javante Williams, who, you know, okay, yeah, he gave he he did really well week one. But I mean, I think that's the second best player that they have on the offensive side of the ball. Their defense is ferocious. Not wrong. Not wrong at all. And I mean, I mean it, was a, it was a competitive game in the first half. It was a competitive game that Green Bay, even though it was competitive, they tied it at several points. They never had the lead until they until the second quarter. I mean, not mm-hmm. second quarter, second half. Second half, right. So, even though I was wrong about the score, I was wrong about the pick, the point behind why I made those was proven tonight. I Like I said before, I think if this game was played in Detroit, I could have seen that score. Um, I had just... It was hard for me to see... Um, Aaron Rodgers going into Lambeau on a Monday night, fresh off getting his tail whooped by the Saints, um, and him just laying a second straight egg and, and you know, losing. Marshawn Lattimore, Marshawn Lattimore, who plays for the Saints, his uh, you know defense is not. Uh, he's an elite solid defender, but isn't he hurt? I think so. I think and. Like, that's the only guy I really trust on that defense. I know that's really an unpopular statement there, but I do feel like that their defense is overhyped. 
Now we do have a uh, guy who's hopped on, a uh, special guest coming in. Welcome, uh, Lennon. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing well, too. I mean, so what are your thoughts is, you know, talking about Green Bay and Detroit, you know, what are your thoughts on this game? How did you feel for both Green Bay and Detroit? Um, I didn't get to watch much, much of the first half, but the second half, what I've seen, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Green Bay did win, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, they, they won. Did. 35 to 17. 35 to yep. 17. Okay. I feel like this is kind of like Aaron saying, okay, you know, I kind of fucked up first week, you know, but I'm ready to, you know, just start new and just win a title for Green Bay. And, you know, hopefully right out of Green Bay on Super Bowl win, get, you know, massive contract with someone else. And, yeah. You know, so let's transition um, and talk about the, the third the third topic of the night. Um, so start off with Thursday night football. And do NFL picks all the way up till next Monday. We start off with the Carolina Panthers. They are away, and they play the Houston Texans. Uh, I'm going to go first on this. Um, Texans are not as bad as what I thought they were going to be. I mean, I get it, they're 0-2, but they hang with the Cleveland Browns. And the Texans, you know, pretty much were able to blow, I mean, blow out, and I get it, it's their Jaguars are terrible, but they pretty much just, just dominated the Jaguars uh, in week one. So, even though I have Carolina winning, uh, I have Carolina winning by two points. 22-20 in the favor of the Panthers. Lennon, uh, what are your pr- prediction on that game? Um, you know, I, f- I feel like I could see Sam Darnold having a career game. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say Carolina wins, but I'm going to say they win by 14, and it's going to be 34-20. Doug? Yeah, I like where Carolina is right now. Um, I mean, especially if Houston is without Tyrod Taylor and they have to play, you know, David Mills again. Or if they have to find somebody else off the practice squad or the bench. Um, I don't like that, you know, starting another quarterback against a team that kind of looks really good right now. Carolina is rolling. Tim Darnold looks like the guy that, was the third overall pick, which is the guy that was supposed to be the next big thing coming out of USA. Um, yeah, I like I like Carolina to win this game. Um, you know, that right now they look like, I mean, they just look like they're all, all cylinders ahead. I want to say 31-17 Carolina. Carson Wentz. So transitioning to the next game, Carson Wentz, he's hurt uh, right now. Um, but we don't know whether or not he's going to be questionable. Uh, for me, the score is going to matter. Um, but whoever's going to, whoever wins this game, I don't think that's going to matter. Um, I think that curse. I think the Titans are going to win this one either way. Um, I'm going to go 27-20 if Carson Wentz is healthy. But if he is not, I would go 27 to uh seven 
Um, Lennon? I'm going to say, you know, Carson Wentz, I, f- I feel like he's overrated because he can't stay healthy to save his life. Not not since that ACL tear a couple years ago. Um, I'd say if he plays, I feel like it'd be a close game, but I feel like Tennessee's going to win. I feel like it's going to be 27-24 Tennessee. But I feel like if Carson doesn't play, I could see a shutout by Tennessee. I'm going to go 17 nothing. Wow. Um, next up is – actually, I'm going to go with Doug on this um, next uh, – so this I, one and the next one. So I do not like the Colts' chances. They are trending downward. Um, double ankle sprain for Carson Wentz. I mean, he's a, he's an injury he's he's an injury prone player, and um, and I think it was good for Tennessee's morale to win that game in Seattle the way they did. Now they got momentum on their side with a Colts team that is reeling. Yeah, I, I think Tennessee wins like twenty one to three. They're gonna ride Derrick Henry, and probably Derrick Henry might have another. Yeah, day. Derek Henry is going to have a career. Uh, I could see career day, three touchdowns, two hundred yards. I think Tennessee rolls to uh, to a second straight win. Um. So next up is actually Falcons and Giants. I'm Doug, since that's your team. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who do you pick for this one? God help the Giants if they blow this one. Um, if they <laughs> if they can't get motivated, okay, so. For this game, this is not only just you know Giants home game, but they are retiring Eli Manning's number ten in this oh, game. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's going to be a very emotional day. It's going to be a very high day. I mean, we're we're talking about one of the Mount Rushmore of New York players um, having his jersey retired, being put in the Ring of Honor. If you can't get up for this game, you have a Falcon team that is zero two. They're on the road. Generally, you think that you should beat the Falcons in your building. Um, the Giants are favored by three to start. And if the Giants can't win this game, just just throw away the season. Um, I am going to pick the Giants trepidatiously, but I am going to pick them um, 28-20. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Giants as well, um, but I'm going to go higher than that. Okay. Um, I'm going to go higher than that, actually, for both teams. Well, not much for the Falcons. Uh, I think this might be a little bit of an offensive shootout. I'm going to go 35-21. Okay. Okay. Lennon? Um, I'm going to go with the Giants, but I'm going to go with I – f- I feel like it's going to be a close game. I feel like it's going to be 27-24 in overtime. <sighs> Wins a win for these me. Next say- two, these next two people are not going to like my answers, so I should okay. go last. Uh, Doug, I'm hey. going to let you go first on this one. All right, what, what's the game? Uh, the, the LA Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, we talked about this. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. Um, I mean, Kansas City's only favored by six and a half. Um, 
you know, the Chiefs, you know, they had a tough loss on Sunday night to the Ravens. Um, I mean, any other opponent, I think the Kansas City would have escaped with a win. But, you know, like kudos to John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson for going it for it on fourth down. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I it's it's very tough to beat Kansas City in Kansas City. Um, I st- I think the Chargers will give them a fight. Justin Herbert is the real deal. I'm gonna say uh, thirty to twenty four, Kansas City. Lennon. Well, I mean, I'll go on record and say that I'm not the biggest Justin Herbert fan. You know, I. I mean, it's kind of unpopular, but I, I, I would, I, I'd go as far as say Herbert's overrated. Like, wow. like I'm, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I'm just saying he's not, he's not as good as people say he is. Maybe, maybe one day in the future he will be. We'll see, you know. Okay. But I feel like coming off the loss, for, uh, Kansas City is going to be looking for something to prove that they can. Still hang with the top teams. I mean, they, I mean, not saying they can't. They can, but I feel like Kansas City's going to dominate the Chargers. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say thirty-eight to ten. Wow. So, God, Nate, is come it on, bad drop as a Denver Broncos fan? Is it bad as a Denver Broncos fan? Be a, a big fan of the rivals' quarterbacks? Not at all. All three of them. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of all three of the rivals quarterbacks. Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, um, Matt, Patrick Williams. I'm going to go as far as say I'm a big uh, Marcus Mariota fan as well. Um, well, for that being said, um, I do not trust that running game for Kansas City, and I do not trust that running uh, – sorry, that defense for uh, the Chiefs as well. I know it's only two weeks, but – NFL rankings right now. You want to know what ranking they gave the uh, Chiefs defense after these first two weeks? 30? Lower. 32? Yes. Wow. Out of every NFL team, uh, they are currently ranked number 32 on their defense. Wow. It's bad. And they have film, uh, three years of film on how, what their defense is like. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with it. Uh, it's gonna be upset alert. Chargers win 31-21. Next game, it's not gonna be an upset, but there is something to say that is not popular either. Um, so I'm gonna go last on this one as well. Lennon, go, uh, go first. Uh, Steelers and Bengals. Steelers and Bengals. Um, I feel like Najee Harris has he's done pretty good. Um, and I, I I just feel like Ben he just can't produce like he used to, especially because of that elbow injury last year. I feel like it's still kind of bothering him. So I feel like you you said it was the Steelers and who? Bengals. 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 Um, you know, I'm going to go upset. I'm going to say Bengals over Steelers, but I'm going to say by one. I want to say 27 26. Um, Doug? 
Um, so this is this is tossing for me because the Steelers don't look very good right now. They're zero and they're zero and two. No, um, they're one and one. Oh, they're one and one. They're, I'm sorry. They beat the Bills. They beat the Bills. Oh, that's right. I thought they had them too for some reason. Okay, regardless, that, I just I just don't think after the after week two, um, you know that the Raiders, you know, beat them by nine in Pittsburgh. Um, if this game was in Cincinnati, I think I would be inclined to pick Cincinnati, but and I believe this game is in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it's in Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh's favorite four and a half. Um, I'm gonna say Steelers 2017 in overtime. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go overtime as well. Um, but it's going to be a very defensive shootout. I I like uh what the Bengals have going on um with Joe Burrow and and their weapons. I, their head coach is awful. Uh, their defense is like one of the top 10 in the league right now. I mean, I know that's going to change because it's only been two weeks, but Steelers have been, uh, have done amazing, you know, especially what they did against Josh Allen and uh, out of all people. Um, I think the Steelers are going to win this one and lower scoring game than what you had, Doug. Uh, it's okay. going to be overtime, but I have 10 seven. Okay. Uh, the next game, um, the Cleveland Browns are away. They play the Chicago Bears. I'm going to go first on this. This is one of my very many blowouts uh, this week. Chicago, Andy Dalton is their – I will I keep in mind, when I wrote down these picks – Andy Dalton was the starting quarterback, but breaking news, he's hurt. Uh, he got hurt today in practice, so Justin Phillips is now the starter. I think that's going to help. Um, with Andy Dalton starting, the Chicago Bears, I think they're gonna lo- we're going to lose that one 33-10. However, with Andy Dalton... Uh, not being the starter, Justin Fields being the starter, I feel like Justin Fields, you're more likely to win games. Now, I don't think they're going to win this game because of, you know, Cleveland Browns. They're a completely different team than they were even like three years ago. I think the Browns are going to win this one. And I'm going to go 33 to 20. But if Andy Dalton was the starting quarterback, I would say 33 to 10. Um, Lennon? Um, I'm going to say, you know, I haven't really seen much film of Justin Fields yet, you know, in NFL. So I'm going to say, I feel like Cleveland has enough weapons that they can shut out Chicago. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say 14 nothing Cleveland. And I, I think whoever I don't it only really matters who starts a quarterback for the Bears. I just think that Cleveland it's is going to be team. a lot. It's going to be a loss for the Bears anyway. Either way, I just think I, the I score just, would change. Um, 
I just think the Browns are a much more complete football team than the Bears. Um, I don't think I don't think the Bears are are really that good of a team to begin with. Cleveland, you know, is a playoff team. Um, twenty four seven, Cleveland. All right, up next, you have the Baltimore Ravens. They go out and they face the who, by the way, just played. Um, just lost. the 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 Lions, the Lions uh, earlier today. We talked about that uh, earlier in the show. I think the Lions are going to pull off a blowout upset. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It only works once, Nate. <laughs> uh, I think the Ravens are going to win. Uh, they are going to have the blowout. Um, but I do think Lions are going to put up a couple of points. You know, I'm going to go 40 20 in favor of Ravens. Uh, Doug? Yeah, uh, this, this has. A Lamar Jackson running for 200 yards and throwing for three touchdowns type of day. Um, Detroit just seems like they're headed, you know, they're headed for 0 3. Uh, Baltimore, <laughs> after that win against Kansas City, they're they're rolling high right now. Lamar Jackson just looks like, you know, he looks like he's comfortable. Um, yeah, I, I would think Ravens like 35 to 35 13. Okay. Lennon? Um, I I also see a career game from Lamar. You know, I'm going to say maybe a, 150 rushing yards, maybe once a rushing touchdown. But I can see I can see Baltimore winning this 28 to 3. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was about to say that, that the Ravens were going to score 150 points. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> No, no. Are they gonna play? Are they gonna play defense at all in Detroit? <laughs> Do they ever? Not really. <laughs> they just gave up thirty-five to the Packers. So, <laughs> and they gave up forty oh to the. Not, I swear, I thought he was gonna say that that the Ravens were scored one hundred fifty points. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> Don't have the Lions on your fantasy team for defense. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, you oh. shouldn't have them anyways, but still. I'm yeah. sorry, I had to. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> the Cardinals, uh, the Cardinals are the next team. I mean, they play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Lennon, I think this is what your your team is. That your favorite team? Oh, uh, no, the Patriots are. I oh, mean, okay. I for the Jaguars, but well, since you write for the Jaguars, I'm gonna let you go first. Well, I uh, I honestly can see Trevor. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't really see him having a good start, but I feel like he'll finish the game strong. You know, maybe, maybe throwing two interceptions, maybe two touchdowns, but I don't think it's going to matter either way. I still see Jacksonville losing this. I want to say twenty to twenty-seven. You know, I thought about being me and the Jaguars for a little bit and give them a nasty blowout score. But I'm going to be a little bit nicer because of what I saw out of Arizona last week. I mean, their defense, I get it that, you know, Minnesota has probably one of the best receiving dynamic core in, in the league. But uh, their defense is not that great. As, uh, not, not as great as advertised, I think. Um, 
so I'm still going to give the same number of points that I, I was earlier for the Cardinals, but not not for the Jaguars. I'm going to give them a little bit more. Uh, my original score is 45-10 in favor of the Cardinals, but I'm going to be a little bit nicer and go 45-28. Okay. Um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is still learning. I mean, this is the second time, you know, he's probably had back-to-back losses in life. And, you know, what? this is a young Jaguars team that they're learning. And this is all part of, you know, the growing pains. And, um, you know, the Cardinals escaped with a, with a victory. Um, and now they're going to a little bit of an easier place where the weather will be nice. The competition won't be as tough. Um, you know, Trevor Lawrence might get a touchdown or two, but Cardinals should probably win this, probably 38-17. I want to address something, actually. I had a couple of people who sent me a text message uh, in the middle of the Jaguars-Broncos game. And this was currently when the Jaguars were up 7-3 over Denver. And it was, you know, it wasn't halftime, but it was getting pretty close. And uh, a lot of, a couple of Jaguars, it wasn't Ray, but it was a couple of Jaguars fans who were texting me and saying that uh, we should be worried as Broncos fans because, you know, they're winning right now. Jaguars are winning right now. I'm like, yeah, uh, so are the Giants. Uh, Giants had that 7-3 to lead, and they lost it. So uh, I don't see the point here. Oh. Oh, get this knife out of me. Oh, that's okay. I can, I'll, I'll love. I, I, anyway, moving on. <laughs> Next up is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they, I don't think their defense is as good as advertised. I mean, it's not, it's okay. Um, Bills defense is okay. But they go up against Washington football team where, again, as like advertised before the season, Washington, I don't really have a, their confidence in their defense either. You know, yeah. what I've seen in the past couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills on this one. Blowout fashion, 34-7 in favor of the Bills. Uh, Doug, since you're a New York Giants fan, uh, talk about your rival for a second. They do have a good front seven. Chase Young, when he's able to get pressure, he's he's very good edge rusher. Um, but Buffalo is a much better football team than the Giants. And on the road in Buffalo, I don't like I don't like um, Washington's chances to try and knock off a team that was one win away from the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I'm going to say Buffalo 30-13 to 13 over the football team. Um, Ray, uh, Ray, who just topped on, uh, welcome. And uh, we were actually just covering the Bills and the Washington football team. I think his mic is off. Yeah, your mic is muted. Uh so, you know, there we go. Do you, how do you feel about this? You know, what is your scoring prediction picks on this game? Well, I jumped on for one thing, one thing only. 
Oh, that's from the Jaguar Denver game. And I'm going to tell you straight out. I was at Uh-oh. that game at the 50-yard line when the dude tripped over his own two feet and they called pass interference. Jaguar guy didn't even touch him. Didn't even touch him. And they call that pass interference on him. And then you're talking about your left tackle. He got away with about five holding calls that I could see from the stands. And when they and I'm gonna tell you straight up, when the officials come to Jacksonville, they they come with a different rule book. And they come with a visiting team rule book. And I'm telling you, it has done in the last 10 years, they have come in here and they have really took way i mean that game was aggressive defense it was aggressive offense at the beginning jaguars did great you know up to a certain point they got stilled and then they started going off but i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you straight out that that guy on that pass interference call they, jaguar didn't even touch him dude didn't even touch him at all and they called keep, pass interference on that making this joke i keep making this joke so many times. Uh, well, I kept doing it. I I sort of stopped because the NFL, you know, season's gone. Entering a new season. Well, I'm gonna say it again. These refs need to go back to school. I mean, you've seen so many things with that Jack. I I poked fun about the Jaguars earlier. Jack, a couple of fans out there saying that they're gonna win. You know, they're winning right now. That we should be worried. You know, things like that. Now, I'm going to poke fun at the refs because I totally agree with that. There have been a couple of uh, penalties that, A, they haven't been called where they, they should have, uh, or B, they, uh, or B, it was a pass uh, interference call, but that shouldn't have been a pass interference call. And, and one more thing to add about it. I don't know who they were. But some of your fans that came down here and when they took Lawrence out with his knees and stuff and hit him below the belt, they did the Tom Brady, you know, rule, throw the flag and stuff like that. They were all booing about it because they wanted to see the dude get get his knee taken out. I mean, one fan came up to me and looked at me straight in the eye and said, hey, I'm, I'm hoping they would took his knee out right then and there. I'm like, dude, this is football. This is supposed to be a sportsmanship game, not a trying to hurt somebody. But, you know, I tell you like this, the referees and stuff like that, the NFL said they hire these referees to probably be referee, quote, getting paid by them, not doing other jobs and stuff. They're not teaching these guys anything because two things that happened in this game. One, they got the Denver jumped off sides. We supposed to have a free play. Female referee on the sideline blew it dead. Blew it dead. Twice they happened in like that where they should have free plays. And they were both blown dead. And the guy made a great play on one of them, but it didn't count because the female referee decided to call, you know, offsides, and you know that's just unbelievable how these how these games officiate and stuff like that. But you know, and I'm gonna tell you straight out, our defense is not that good. I mean, straight out, our defense is not that good. Our pass coverage defense is not good. One thing about the Jaguars wide receivers, they're not getting, they're not, they're not, um. They can't get away from the quarterback. They have no separation whatsoever. So Lawrence is always throwing right to somebody, you know, and that's another thing, too, to have a young quarterback. So, I mean, you know, it was a good game all the way around, but, I mean, Jaguars wide receivers need to learn how to get some separation. And if they don't, it's going to be a long season. And next, week, next week's game, you know, Kyler Murray going to be running all over that defense. I mean, we, can't, we ain't going to be able to slow, the, slow him down. 
So, you know, it's, then, it's going to be very, I think it's going to be very uh, run heavy for both teams, to tell you the truth. Um, yeah. James Robinson's going to get a whole lot, but so is Kyle Murray. Right. So, I mean, I mean, it's just going to be that, that game. And then what game were y'all just talking about? The Washington game? Washington versus Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's going to kill Washington. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a blowout. Um, I, I, 34-7 is my take. You, you pick thirty four seven. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going sixty five. I'm going sixty five to three. Sixty five to three. Yeah. That might be a little too. <laughs> no, I mean, what's going to happen is they're going. Buffalo's defense is going to turn Washington over. They're going to have a lot of short field positions, and that you know, as great as that Washington defense is, it's not going to be able to hold up, hold up on them short, a lot of short fields and stuff. And Buffalo has been Buffalo has been passing and running the ball very well. Um, Doug, did we bring up the Jags? Uh, I know Ray brought up his thoughts, but did you two do that? One and Doug talk about your thoughts on this game for Buffalo and Washington. Oh, have to join Buffalo and Washington. Uh, yeah, I thought that. Um, as good as the front seven was for the the um, as as good as front seven is for Washington. Trying to Buffalo is a little bit better than the Giants, and uh, I don't. Ooh, okay, I don't think it would be as easy of a game for the. Uh, the. Um, we call it. Buffalo is a better football team than the Giants are. So I don't think it's going to be an, as easy of a game for Washington on Sunday. So I said uh, Buffalo should win this game like, like 30, 34-17. So you have a little bit of a closer game than uh, what I have. Doug? Yeah. So, yeah. Ian, we'll go to, go to you real quick. Um, you know, what are your thoughts on the Buffalo and, you know, Washington? Do you think it's going to be a blowout like what the three of us have said? Lena just mm-hmm. topped off real quick. It will hop backstage. Um, so as that has happened, we do have a little bit of a technical difficulty, you know, a little bit of that weird background noise. Um, so we'll go, we'll go over to the, the next. Uh, we'll go, actually. So can I... Uh, can you bring up what uh, what what do you have? What are your thoughts on the Buffalo Bills and the Washington Football Team? Um, hold on one second. Um, I may have to leave again. Again, um, yeah, it sounds a little it sounds a little glitchy. Can you, uh, if it happens again, can you mute yourself when you're not the one speaking? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, um, let me let me try to. 
happy to have that. Um, so I'll go, so I'll go into the next game. Uh, the Denver Broncos, they're the home team. Um, and this is just like what uh, Doug said for Eli Manning. This is pretty much the same thing that's going to happen for Demarius Thomas uh, for the Denver Broncos. They're a wide receiver having their uh, retirement uh, uh, they're ceremony. Retiring, they're retiring his number 88? Uh, I don't think it's re- – I, I think so. But it's they're, either they're pulling, up, or... pulling up something. No, uh, he's he retired already. Yes, so, I remember, so, I remember yeah. that. Um, so against very first home game against the New York Jets, um, that's when that's when it's going to be happening. Um, to tell you the truth, uh, I think that the Broncos are going to win this game. But I think it's going to be closer than what people expected. I know I hate to say it as a, as a Broncos fan. I wanted this game to be pretty much a blowout because it's the Jets. But I hate to I hate to do it. Um, I think that the uh, Broncos are going to win twenty four to fourteen. Again, you brought in the, those penalty calls that uh, were mentioned in the uh, in the game last week against the Jags, Ray. Um, but I think, to be honest, penalties, if this repeats, I don't see it being a, a blowout. I don't, I don't see it being a big scoring affair. Well, you got to look at it this way, too. You're playing at home. You're playing in Mount High City. Um, if you look at Zach Wilson, he threw how many, four, what, four interceptions last four. week? Four. interceptions last week. That's true. But, so last Sunday, so you, you got to understand. I mean, Denver Broncos defense is some sort of like the Chicago, Chicago Bears defense. They they can throw, they can pick off the ball. They got to play good defense. Um, but uh, you know your linebacker number fifty five, Chubb. I guess that's his mm-hmm. name from NC State. Um, he got hurt last. He got hurt this past Sunday too and left the game. I don't think he came back in that game. I don't think he came back in the Jaguars game because he got really he was really pounding he pounded the field like three or four times coming off the field. So if he's not playing, that's gonna give you a little bit of a hole in your um in your defensive ends um scenario. But still again, you still got enough pieces. You got Vaughn Miller, you got your you got a good running defense, you got a good, you know, passing defense. So I mean Zach Wilson's going to be facing the same thing. And if they run the same defense and mix up their coverage a little bit and kind of confuse them, it's going to be another situation where he probably throws another four interceptions. So, I mean, I, I can see easily the Broncos winning this game 35, 35 to 3, 35 to 7. Uh, Lennon, we'll go to you for a second. Okay. Again, I'm, I just want to say I'm sorry about that earlier. Um, what uh, what game are we talking about right now? Uh, the New York Jets. They uh, are the away game, uh, away team, and they play the Denver Broncos at uh, Mile High. Okay. Now, to keep I... in mind, keep in mind, uh, Demarius Thomas. He is uh, that he is going to have his like retiring number. Really. Situation. So, he, he they're retiring his number at at, Dem- uh, at that game uh, when they play the New York Jets. Yeah, retiring 88 jersey. 
Okay. Um, I'll, I'll say this about Denver, and they've really surprised me this season, you know, especially Vaughn Miller. You know, he's just yeah it's starting to look like 2015 Vaughn Miller, you know, where he was tearing up the league. I, I will say this. Um, I feel like Zach Wilson's still going to struggle, especially after last or especially after today, throwing four interceptions against New England. I feel like he's going to repeat that. I feel like it's going to be like not four, but I'll say like three interceptions and a fumble. I have Denver winning this in a blowout. I'm going to say 31 to three. Doug? Yeah, it's going to be a long day for Zach Wilson. Um, Von Miller right now looks like the defensive player of the year right now. Um, You would never think that he missed a year last year with an ankle injury and has basically looked like he's the Super Bowl MVP that terrorized everybody, and including Cam Newton. Um, You know, Zach Wilson at home, in front of his home crowd, threw four interceptions here in New Jersey. Now you're taking him to mile high, where it's going to be 5,000 feet above sea level with a Bronco crowd that's feeling good with a 2-0 start. Um, you know, maybe maybe t- playing Teddy Bridgewater was, was the right move because he's got everything mm-hmm. under control right now. Um, and so you I know hated what? to say that. I, hate, I, hated, I hated that move. And yet uh, it's working out for you very well. well working- I'm sorry. Let me clarify. Before... Week two, preseason, I hated that move. Um, but, you know, getting those three sacks against second stringers for Drew Locke, yeah, I, I, yeah, no. But um, your team is about to go to 3-0. Um, the, the, Jets are, the Jets are headed for another, you know, long season. This might be the longest game of Zach, Zach Wilson's early career. Um, yeah, this could be like a 38-3. to game. It's going to be a very long day for the Jets and Jet fans. Yeah. I will say one thing, though. If Detroit somehow manages to beat Baltimore, it's not going to happen. But it, like if when, it like, happens... If like when pigs happens, fly. Like when pigs fly, okay. True. True. Then, I will go with an upset and have Denver go four and out. Okay, but otherwise, yeah, I cannot. I see their undefeated streak after week three. Hmm. Let's say. Well, okay, hold on. Who? I just gotta look ahead. Who? Who is your team playing in week four? Baltimore. Baltimore. I mean, you got that at home. That. Well, I mean, it's, you, that's it's at home. True. That's at home. That's that's okay. I don't know. There's been plenty of up, plenty of upsets already. There could be another one. It's at well, home, yes, but so well get, to, was... get to week, well, get to week three first. Beat the Jets first before you start looking ahead. Oh, don't true. look ahead. All right. Those, those, are called, those are called trap games. <laughs> Going into the next other team. That manages to still be two and L and is also in the AFC West. You have the Las Vegas Raiders. They are the home team, and they're visiting the uh, Tua Tagovailoa-less Miami Dolphins. 
Um, it's at home for Vegas. You know, I mean, Vegas has probably one of the most rowdy fans out of everybody in the NFL, except for maybe the Chiefs and the Seahawks. And Cowboys. I know, because I – true, and Cowboys. And I should know that for the Seahawks because I live in Washington. I should know that for the Cowboys because I used to live in DFW. To tell you the truth, home home differential is going to affect this game. Not having a quarterback to play is going to affect this game. It's going to be a blowout. 21-3, Vegas. That's it. That's if David Carr plays. David Carr is questionable right now. He's questionable, but if he was fully healthy, I would have gone higher. Yeah, but the the, pro, the problem is, if the backup quarterback plays, this could this could be a Dolphins victory. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that, but that that crowd noise is going to. I yeah, I rather have. The crowd noise in Vegas if they were filled with Broncos fans, and the crowd noise in Miami if they were filled with Broncos fans. And the <laughs> Vegas crowd, some of the Vegas crowds have been shipped in from Oakland, though. Some of the Oakland fans are making okay. it down, down to down to Vegas to make the Broncos <laughs> fans back. That's 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 the that's the catch right there. That's why you say the routed fans, half of them come from Oakland. Um, Ray, you know, what is your pick on that game? Well, you know, I'm, I'm looking at some information right now, but if quarterback Marcus Mariota is playing, I don't know. This, this game could be a little bit of a tongue i rather have him than Jacoby Brissett, though. I don't know. Marcus Jacoby... Mariota is inconsistent. He has, he, he's inconsistent. But, but... – Kobe's a better passer. Yeah. But you're looking at you're looking at Mar- Marcus Mariota and playing. If he plays, I don't think I don't I don't know. It's just the Dolphins defense. He gives them a, a mobile quarterback back there in case the Dolphins decides to get the pass rushes and going and stuff like that. But if he got if he can force them to throw and stay in the pocket, you know he. He he's inconsistent, but he can make some good throws. But he's always inconsistent. He's not that that caliber of a passer. When he was with Tennessee, you know, he had games he were good, and he had games he were bad, and he has games that he played flawless. I mean, it just. I mean, Joe Flacco, his final game as a starter, Joe Flacco managed to starting have the starting quarterback role, and they were blown out. Yeah, but like I, you know, like I said though, if he if he comes in and he starts off pretty hot and gets confidence, then it could be a different story. But you know, for the Dolphins, is um talking about Lloyd, is he going to be able to do what he needs to do, get back on the stride? You know, that's going to be a good question too for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug, um, whether it's Derek Carr or Marcus Marcus Mariota, um. I mean, two is banged up, and the Raiders have momentum right now. They're two and zero. They're at home. The crowd is on their side, and I mean, 
the Raiders, the Raiders are feeling good right now. They they feel like they can hang the West. I mean, granted, you know, the Chiefs. It's it's always going to be the Chiefs' division, but right now the Raiders have some momentum. Um, I think the Raiders win this game. I think it'll be close. I think I think, my, I think they'll keep the, the Dolphins will keep clo- it close. I mean, Jacoby Brissett. Granted, he's not going to win you a Super Bowl, but he is a professional. He'll keep you in the game a little bit. Um, I'm going to say 27 to 20. Um, you know, I would laugh if the Raiders lose this game as a homer, uh, being a huge Broncos fan, because that would mean that the Broncos are the only team left that would be undefeated if the, they beat the Jets in week three. Well, yeah, you want the Raiders to lose, of course. Yes. Um, okay, so up next is the New England Patriots. They are the away game, I mean, the away team, and they are, uh, play the New Orleans Saints. You know, to tell you the truth, I have New England. Um, Although New England does have a lot of you know questions out there on the field, he they go up and they play in an inconsistent Jameis Winston. I did not see any interceptions in Game One against the Green Bay Packers. Did throw two in Game Two. Um, you know Game Three, I see maybe a couple. Um, New England wins this game. 26-16. Hmm. That's interesting. Because, yeah, you know, if Mac Jones is going to start producing, he's got to produce this game here. You got to look at the Saints. Saints defense is, is not not at the best at right now, but, you know, they did play good in the first game against Henry Rodgers. They didn't play good against Sam Donaldson. So if you look at it this way, you hope they come out and play just like they played against Green Bay Packers so they can win the game. If Jameis Winston is going to be inconsistent, if he starts throwing interceptions, you know, he threw none in the first game and he threw two in the second game. It's this interception that's going to start rolling in because if you you remember when he was with Tampa, he got that first two interceptions and it just started rolling in. He had 30 at the end of the season. So the good question is, can New England's defense force some turnovers? I think – they're going to force probably about three or four. I think the final score is probably going to be 28, um, 14. I don't, I don't see, I don't see James Winston producing out more than no more than either 14 or no most than 21. Uh, so y'all, you and I have similar scores there. Uh, not, not same, but similar. Uh, Doug. I mean, this is going to be the first uh, Patriots-Saints game that where it's not Tom Brady versus Drew Brees. This is going to be <laughs> Mac, Mac, Jones, Mac Jones and Jameis Winston. Um, and this, so that was, the th- that was the stigmata on Drew Brees. He couldn't play. He couldn't win the games in the outdoors. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I, my gut says... New England, but I don't want to totally count out um, the Saints. But um, I think this will be close. Um, I'm going to say New England 
20 to 17. All right, Lennon. Well, you know, as a Patriots fan, I may be kind of biased on this, but I, I feel like Mac Jones has done pretty good this season so far. I mean, he hasn't had, you know, like breakout games, but he's been consistent. So, I mean, I, I feel like I feel like this is going to be a close game, you know. I feel like it's going to come down to defense mainly. I could see I, – I kind of agree with Ray. I feel like once the – or, well, Ray and Doug – once the interceptions start rolling in, I feel like Jameis is going to be off this game. I could see, I could see a 27-24 New England victory. All right, up next, I see an offensive shootout. Um, you have the Minnesota Vikings being the home team uh, playing against the Seattle Seahawks, and I mean, loser scores forty-two points. Um, they they both teams. Have great wide, uh, great receiving core. Minnesota, you have uh, Adam Thielen as your wide receiver number one. Uh, you have Justin Jefferson, wide receiver number two. Seattle, I feel like they have they have two really good number twos, but I really wouldn't say they have a solid like number one, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. You know, there's not one that I would really start over another, but I feel like any either one of these two would have a good, be a, a good solid number two on any other team out there in the NFL. I think, to tell you the truth, I think Seattle wins, but 45-42 uh, by three points. Ray. Well, I mean, it depends. You know, if you look at it, it depends on if Cook gets his if Devon if Devin Cook gets his thing rolling like, you know, Derrick Henry did. You know, this could be a long another long game for Seattle and stuff like that. Seattle had that game when I checked the score out on Sunday. He had the game looked like they were going to wrap it up, and then all of a sudden Derrick Henry explode to for rushing and stuff like that. He, he scored me 73 points in my fantasy football league, by the way. 73? 73 points. Damn. So, you know, I actually won the game. I actually, if he didn't score 73, because I had Lawrence only gave me nine points. I had a receiver only gave me two points. He gave me 79, My D, and Buffalo gave me 45. So, yeah. They gave me 73 points. Okay, now I'm looking. So, uh, Not in our league, but it, it's in one oh, of my okay. other leagues. But yeah, he gave me seventy three. He gave me seventy three points in that game. So if so, if Seattle can't stop Cook, it's gonna be our. It's gonna be the same thing. But I don't think the loser is gonna score forty three points. I think the score. I think the score is gonna probably be the same, thirty three to thirty. So, uh, Doug. Um, I I tend to incline with you, Nate. Um, I think this is gonna be an offensive shootout. Um. I can't see Seattle losing after what happened last week. I think they're going to be inclined to try and correct what happened um, against the Titans. Um, plus, I am favoring Seattle because Russell Wilson is my starting quarterback in fantasy, and he has been nothing but money for me. 
So, and so far he's been an early candidate for the MVP in the league. He's been phenomenal. So I am going to say um, Seattle wins, um, I don't know, 45-40. Next up is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have an away game. They play the Los Angeles Rams. I think – oh, wait, Lennon, you didn't go. Realize that you didn't go, so go ahead. I I agree with you and Doug. I do think this will be offensive shootout, but I feel like I'm kind of getting the vibes of you remember the uh, Chiefs Rams game from a couple years ago where oh so you're going higher, you're going higher. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna say fifty two to forty nine Seattle. More so more like Broncos Cowboys. A few years back, you know. Oh yeah, like yeah. So it was yeah. like uh, like fifty-two to forty-eight final for Broncos of Dallas. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that, and you guys combined for like almost eleven 1, hundred yards or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a crazy game. And just to think, it was Tony Romo at quarterback. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's a conversation I. Uh, I have a conversation about that another day for another show. Up next, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers spending Super Bowl championships. Champions. They have the Los Angeles Rams. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this one, and I think the Rams in their 2-0, in their undefeated streak. Um... But it's going to be close. I mean, it's going to be a good game. Not, I don't think it's going to be like, like Chiefs-Rams or Cowboys-Broncos. I don't think it's going to be that high. Um, I'm going to go Bucks 29 uh, rams 28 Okay. Uh, Lennon, I'll go with you first on that. Well, I, uh, I have a good feeling about this Rams uh, offense, you know, I've I've always been a big fan of Stafford. You know, I always felt like he just never had the weapons he needed in Detroit. So I feel like I feel like they could get the upset on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna wow. have the Rams getting the win, thirty-one twenty-eight in overtime. Doug, so this game is in, in Los Angeles. It's a battle of 2 teams. This potentially could be an NFC Championship game. I think um, it will. Um, this is probably the best chance on, on the schedule for the Buccaneers to be beaten. Um, because if you look at Tampa's schedule, this this is right now, this is, could be their one game where they might actually get beat because they could run the table the rest of the year with the Buccaneers' schedule. I mean... And I mean, Tampa's offense has put up 35 and 48 points with ease. Um, Call me crazy, but I think that the I think they they're gonna have three losses this season. I think well, two losses this season. But well, I can I initially, see the Rams argument. I can see the Rams argument. Well, I initially I, I picked Tampa to be 15 and 2. Um. I just, I mean, I'm looking at, okay, so I'm looking at Tampa's schedule now. After the Rams, it's at the Patriots, against the Dolphins, at the Eagles, against the Bears, at the Saints, at Washington, 
against the Giants, at the Colts, at at the Falcons, against the Buffalo, against the Saints, at Carolina, at the Jets versus Carolina. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I Buffalo's their hardest opponent. That's not even a question. But that's um, at home. If that was at Buffalo, okay, that's maybe a loss. True, it's at home. But it's at home. That's it's still their toughest. That's going to be the toughest game. I still think I, feel, I still think the Patriots win that game. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe the Saints game because it's in New Orleans. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Colts if Carson Wentz comes back by then. No, no. Colts might be Colts might be bad by that point. Um, I say Patriots get the upset on uh, Tampa next week. It's, it's in New England. It's I mean, it's, it's possible. But I think it's it's Brady versus Belichick, and I think Brady's going to want to stick it to Belichick, and and show Mac Jones, hey, hey, kid, here's how it's done. I think that the I don't I still think that I still think that Tampa is going to win, and I think Tampa's going to I think Tampa's well, going to win too. So. Talking about a different game, talking about a different game here. I still think Tampa is going to win against New York, but I think that's going to be a close uh, close scoring affair because that seems Tom Brady always seems to struggle against New York, and I don't know why. That's your, it's the Jersey weather here. Um, so that that game, I think that New York you might lose by like two points. So well, that last, be, last year, last year we they only they escaped with it was a very close game here in uh, when they played each other in MetLife Stadium last year. Is it by, so, three? by three? I think it was. I think it was by three. It was a close game last year. So when uh, you, you said you said that Tampa might lose uh, to Tom Brady. I mean, not Tom Brady yet. The Patriots, Patriots. next week. So you know, what are your thoughts this week? You know, you probably have Tampa with the win here over the Rams, but. What's the score? Do you think it's gonna be close? You know, what are your thoughts on it? Um, I I honestly don't see Tampa getting the win against LA. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, this is not me hating on Tom. I just feel like I just feel like Aaron Donald in that front uh, defensive line is going to be too much for Brady to withstand, and I just. I feel like Stafford's going to have a career game. He's going to go off against Brady, just prove that hey, I can, I can, I can handle the top quarterbacks in the league. So I feel like I feel like LA's going to get the win in overtime. It's going to be thirty-four <laughs> twenty-seven. Um, sorry, I was laughing at uh, text in the group chats, but. Uh... So going back at it, going to the next next game here, um, you have you have the Green Bay Packers. They come out with a win to tie themselves at one on one. They play a I definitely a tougher opponent uh, in the San Francisco 49ers. My one concern with the 49ers is, I mean, other than quarterback. Uh, competition here if they start Jimmy G over Trey Lance. Well, actually, I have three. Um, quarterback competition, like I mentioned, don't have confidence in the coach, especially after what they did in week one where they benched half their players when they were leading by that many. 
Um, and three is 49ers seem to have a lot of injury concerns. Now, this is at uh, San Francisco, but they play a tough opponent in the Green Bay Packers. I still think that the 49ers will pull off with this win, but I don't think it's going to be 45-10. I think it's going to be more like a 35-30 game. Mm-hmm. Uh, go with Ray on this. Well, you got you got to look at it this way here. You know, if you compare what you see week one, Green Bay on what scored three points against New New Orleans, and then they came back and put up, you know, thirty five and seventeen against Detroit. So I mean, is where where Aaron Rodgers we're gonna see? We're gonna see the one that wants to stick it to Green Bay and try not to play his best like he didn't because he sure didn't play his best in the first game. I thought he was gonna just fold up the season. The way their front office and him is getting into it, um, so he proved tonight. He came back out with a victory over Detroit, but I mean, he played Detroit Lions. Forty Nine is a different animal because they got a good defense. But which offense is going to show up for the Forty ers We don't know. So I think Aaron Rodgers is going to sneak out and pull out a victory right here. I, but it's going to be close. I think it's going to be thirty four thirty one. Uh, go with Doug on this. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers loves to play against his his childhood team and the 49ers. I know he loves to stick it to the 49ers for not drafting him back in 2005. Um, if the 49ers can stay healthy on defense, if the 49ers overall can stay healthy, I mean, people forget this is a team that two years ago was in the Super Bowl. Um, they're two and zero. They're at home against the Packer team. That yeah, they. I mean, they got to win, but they got to win it at home against the Lions. Um, you know, the last time I remember Aaron Rodgers playing in this building, he was going home with a NFC Championship loss. Um, yeah, I see San Francisco winning. I can see it close. I mean, I I think Green Bay will give them a fight, but I'm gonna say. I'm going to say 24-18 for the Niners. Um, we'll go to the last game real quick. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they are the away team. And they are facing the Philadelphia Eagles. Cowboys. No, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas is home. Dallas, oh, sorry. I swapped that. Um, Dallas is home. They play the Eagles. And, you know, to tell you the truth, Cowboys are looking a little bit better than what I thought going into the season. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl by any means, but I'm not a Cowboys fan, so I probably wouldn't say I probably wouldn't say that anyways. Um, they are home against the Philadelphia Eagles, who looked amazing in Week One. You know, both teams did. They pull Dallas pull off a victory against the Chargers uh, to make themselves one on one, but the uh, Eagles lose to the 49ers. I think this is going to be a close scoring affair. Um, I'm going to go Dallas 17 14. Okay. Uh, Lennon? Um, you know, I'll say this the, the NFC East has definitely improved since last year, um, especially with, you know, draft choices. But. I'm I'm honestly going to say I could see the Eagles getting a win on this one. 
I'm going to say 38-17 Philadelphia. I feel like Philadelphia has improved on their defense and they have addressed their biggest need in wide receiver. But uh, quarterback, you know, they came, I don't, not comfortable with the position. I mean, the, the, the school that they came from. Uh, so that's why I'm not going with uh, the Eagles on that. I don't, I don't have a lot of confidence in Jalen Hurts as I feel like he's a good fantasy quarterback. Um, don't get me wrong. But to win games, nah, no. Not taking him. Doug? Uh, which one of this turd sandwich do I want to uh, <laughs> do, do I want the punch do I want the punch in the face or do I want the steel chair over the head? I mean, I hate both these teams, but um I I, I, do, I guess I do have to be fair. Um the Cowboys are at home. Um, for morale's sake, they needed that win as Chargers to not go 0 and 2. Uh, the Eagles laid an egg. I thought they should have beaten the Niners at home, and they didn't. Um, I think this will be an offensive shootout. I think you know Dak is going to want to um, try and show everyone that he is back and this is his team and that he's worth the money that he got paid. Um, I think Jalen Hurts will put up points. Um, I just think the Cowboys are a little bit better, better of a battle tested on a primetime stage type of game. I am going to say the Cowboys win 34, 34, 30. So you went for a, uh, offensive shootout. I went for a defensive, uh, shootout here. Uh, we'll go with Ray on this one next. Do you think it's going to be offensive? Do you think? Offensive? Do you think it's gonna be defense? You know, what do you think? What do you what side of the field do you think is going to rule in this game? Well, you gotta look at it this way: defense is gonna win you games. Offense is gonna take you out of games. So, which defense is gonna show up? Will the Cowboys defense show up with their turnovers, or will the Cowboys defense from last year show up with no turnovers? And will Jalen Hurts come out and produce what he needs to produce in in these games? With you know the Two wide receivers for Philadelphia has been going up. One, Watkins has 140 yards um, total receiving right right now. And then you got, you know, Smith with 87. So if you got to look at it that way, I think Jalen Hurt also gives you over 100. He got so far 177 yards total um, for rushes too. So you got to watch him in the pockets. If Dallas comes up with that blitz, if, if they don't meet their assignments in the blitz, Hurts can hurt you with the legs, too. I mean, he's getting better with his arm. And he's getting better with his consistency. So I think that the, I think the score is going to be 21-17, and I think the Eagles are going to pull it out. Um, we'll go to the last topic of the night. That finishes off with all of the week three picks. Uh, so go to week. So we'll go and talk about a little bit about the fantasy football uh, in week two. Last year, week two was the only week that I ended up with loss, um, but I I won every game after that. And you know, it looks like this year in week two, I ended up with the one and one record, um, as I lost myself. But let's pull it up actually. Um, I'm gonna share screen. All right. 
Okay, there it is. So, start off, Tyreek Hill's daycare, they played me. Um, so, talk, to talk a little bit about the matchup, um, just, Justin uh, ended up winning this game. Good game, Justin. Uh, he beat me 132 to 110. Not only did... I was wrong about the blowouts. I was should have uh, started uh, Kenyon Drake. It wouldn't matter. I still would have lost. But I should have started Kenyon Drake over Justin. I mean, I should over uh, Jamal Williams this week, and I probably would have. Probably it would have been a whole lot closer. Well, it would have been closer by a few points. You know, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Ray. Go with your thoughts on this on that matchup. You know, any any advice for either one of us? <laughs> you know, my advice right now. I'm taking in the season this this <laughs> league. I got beat. I got beat by New Jersey. Big Gabe, one twenty four point thirty two to sixty six point ninety two. But I'm starting. A, I'm starting a rookie quarterback. I'm still going to roll my rookie quarterback in that and. You can take the best, you know, whatever. But, I mean, you can't really can tell who's going to have a good day, who's not going to have a good day based on, you know, performances. you got to play the game on the field. And if your guy's not producing, you're not going to win fantasy football game. So, I mean, to me, you got to play day by day. You got to play week by week, and you got to play whatever numbers you feel, what you feel comfortable with. It's a, it's a, it's a crapshoot, really, in fantasy football league because – Simple reason that is is because you don't know if the player is going to get hurt. What the kind of who they playing, how they playing, what kind of offense is set they're going to play. You know, so it's just picking your best guys and going with it. I mean, you can look at it, you can say you can trade out some of your players and change them around from what they happened last week, but it can be a totally different game the following week. So I mean, you know, take your take your best draw, take your best luck, and roll with you guys. Um, go with Doug on this next. So I actually noticed one of your, your running backs is Jamal Williams from Detroit. who didn't really have a good game. Now for me, um, you know, I was considering trying to add a running back because my two top running backs are Saquon Barkley, who's been off to a slow start and Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who didn't have a really good game and also had a fumble. Um, in the game against Baltimore. Now I'm looking at the waiver wire and I'm, you know, Jamal Williams is on my waiver wire, but it looks like he had, he didn't really have a good week for you um, in this game against Green Bay. Now I'm going to ask you as, as the person in this league who has Jamal Williams, you know, should I pick him up? Should I, I I look somewhere else? He had a great game. He had a great game last week uh, against the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. Uh, but he was he didn't do as great this week. You know, he gave me twenty he gave me twenty points. Okay. Um so that's the reason why I started him, but it didn't work out for me in week two. I feel like he's a hit and miss. Um if he's so, a guy that he's a guy that if you have if you're facing against a team like the Broncos or if he's a running back facing the Broncos or you know, any other Team out there that has a really solid defense like Bucks, um, 
then don't. Or so, so he's going up against at, at at home against the Ravens. Uh, not this week, no. Yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. too. I just noticed him there. I'm like, oh, because uh, I mean, I I'm looking at running backs. I saw him there, but then I was just like, maybe not. Um, going off the next week, uh, here, I mean, sorry, the next team, excuse me, uh, Bill ended up being, uh, Jay Ness in this game. Three minute warning beating, uh, big time players, players, uh, Aaron Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, versus Aaron Rodgers has the head to head quarterback matchup here. Um, you know, the final score of this game was 151 to 107. You know, the one thing I want to point out is um, three-minute Orange kicker, Jason Sanders. I mean, it's not, not as much, but you know, it, it very rarely happens for kickers, but occasionally, occasionally a kicker would give you like 20-plus points. But it's not like it's like once in a while, you know, type of thing. Kind of like Graham Gano last week. Yeah, yeah, like kind of like Graham Gano for me, anyways, because I started him in a different league. But I feel like I I feel like yeah, maybe they would have gotten something instead of getting shut out by Buffalo. But uh, we talked about a little bit earlier. Anything else that you wanted to mention for this? Um, uh, go with uh, go go with Doug on this one first. Um, just if you want to scroll back up. Um, wow, Alvin Kamara got seven points. That should change, but but then again. Um. Wow. I mean, the the one who got the one hundred one fifty one. I mean, good for I'm, them having. I mean, sir, Aaron Jones. Wow. Yeah. That. I mean, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Jones. Leonard, I mean, oof. I mean, Tyreek Hill with five points. That shouldn't. That that's a rarity. Um, and you know, it's funny, Mike Evans. Mike Evans, we talked about in week one, was kind of like the afterthought in the. the yes. The yes, I mentioned that. And I actually started Antonio Brown on my team, who was on my bench in week one, who exploded for 25 points. And Antonio Brown this week was the afterthought, so I got burned in there. Meanwhile, Mike Evans has a big week. So that's why you always got to be careful with when you have Buccaneers players on in any of your uh, fantasy team because they're so interchangeable, except for Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski will always be like Brady's security blanket, especially when he gets to the red zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, go with Ray on this one next. Oh, he's actually, he left. Uh, go with Lennon on this one. You know, what are your thoughts on the fantasy's perspective for this? Um, I'll agree. Like the, the five points is definitely a rarity for Tyreek. Because uh, that's kind of what uh, screwed me over in my league uh, at work. Because I have him and I had Saquon Barkley giving me like 12 points combined. 
Yeah. But <laughs> and I made the mistake of trading for Saquon, so that's on me. I ended up giving up Daryl Henderson for him. But I I don't know, man. Uh this this feels like a pretty good team, you know. I feel like that can probably consistently get you at least 130 plus. Um yeah, I I agree with that. So next up is Jason Fleming versus William Morgan. Uh, one of William Morgan's teams. He actually has two in this league. Uh, William ended up with the win. Uh, just that's a very, very, very close game. Uh, one hundred one to one hundred. Uh, there's something I want to point out. Gi- uh, Giants defense had a did not have a good fantasy game. Um, that's who William uh, started. In this week, um, while you know that's that was his only defense that he had on his roster, though, I would probably maybe make a change on defense. That's probably where I would go. That's my advice. Yeah, that that'd be the same for me. Um, Lennon. Um. Honestly, looking at the team, you know, it's, it's not bad. If I'm not mistaken, isn't that uh, Robbie Anderson as his WR1? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, it's it's not a bad team. Very underrated. Uh, yeah, that definitely, yeah. Honestly, I would also try to find another, uh, like a running back to put it to flex. But pretty much other than that, yeah, defense. Um, you know, next game is Ray's team. He, uh, played to, he, uh, lost one, 124 to 66 against Jordan Gene Lewis. Um, Tua Tungvaloa was hurt in this game. He only played, you know, four snaps and Jordan still ended up with the win. Uh, kind of teasing uh, Ray a little bit here. Landon was the guy to teach last week. I'm teasing Ray a little bit here on this. Um, Josh Lambeau uh, didn't have uh, the best performance for Jacksonville and just for kicker. Uh, kicker is kind of an interchangeable uh, position, but I feel like Josh Lambo wasn't really the best move to go for because he didn't he miss the uh he missed two field goals in this game. So go with Doug here, you know. My only advice is kicker. He said this is a go. Oh yeah. When you get you get you can interchange kickers. I mean I mean especially with the Jack uh, the Jaguars kicker. Um I don't know if that's because Ray is a Jaguars fan or what. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, I get it. You know, it's it's tough for me not to pick, you know, my own team as far as Giants goes. But, um, yeah, kicker is probably one of the most interchangeable um, parts that you can find in fantasy. Um, I would I would say definitely maybe change that out. Um he also has Trevor Lawrence starting with Derek Carr on the bench. 
I would probably flip those two. I would probably put Derek Carr starting um, just because I think uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be – he's going to be in for a long day. Um, and, you know, he's off to a rough start for his, for his uh, NFL career. So, and with the Raiders mm-hmm. playing well, yeah, I would, I would definitely make that switch. I would, I would substitute uh, Trevor Lawrence for – Derek Carr, but I mean, I'm I'm also telling a Jaguars fan that he should bench his starter <laughs> and his kicker for something else. So I get it. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny though. I know. Um, I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm literally telling a Jaguars fan he should be, he should bench his quarterback in fantasy. But no. so William Morgan's second team is the next one up. Uh. He went up against Christopher Brown. Christopher Brown ended up with the win here, 138 to 121. Um, you know, Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey, there he had a very, you know, very, very good game. Uh, the one thing I would change, um, he's an Eagles fan, so I kind of feel like this, uh, what we did with Brady, we're gonna, I'm gonna have to do the same thing with uh him on this one, but I don't think it's as big of a deal. To tell you the truth, is I would I would put in DJ Moore instead of Miles Sanders. Uh, so Lennon, I'll go with you on this one next. Um, yeah, I was going to say, uh, I know I've whenever I first started uh fantasy, playing fantasy football i i kind of made the mistake of drafting mainly new england pay, players so i had like brady i'd have Gronk. yeah i'd have edelman yeah i faced someone that had a bunch of either new england or former new england players on their roster um that was before <sighs> I looked at it this morning, and that roster, that team was they all their players are finished, mm-hmm. and I had not had T.J. Hawkinson or Devonte Adams go yet, and even if they were those two spots were empty, I would have won by seventy fantasy points. Okay. 70 fantasy points. You put in Devontae Adams. You put in TJ Hackinson. I probably would have won by 100. Um, anyway, rant over. Uh, Doug, I'll go with you next on that. Um... Yeah, you might be right on the Miles Sanders thing. I guess we're telling, I guess this person's an Eagles fan to bench Yes, he is. So it's hard because, and I get it, like we all want to take our favorite players from our favorite teams, but um, I've, I've said this many times, If you're play, especially if you're playing for money, you have to take your fandom out of it because if you're playing for money, you're trying to win money. So, so I know this is a different sport, but I'm still going to use this uh, analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, when I did fantasy baseball, I sucked. Don't get me wrong. But the point is, I drafted as my last pick 
I I had to do it. I had to do it. I went Homer because I left him on the bench all year, but he was just there because that's the only player on on my favorite Major League Baseball team on my fantasy baseball roster. I just had to do it, but I never started him. I never started all all my players that I had were players that I thought were going to have a great game that day. Okay. Yeah. You know, maybe um, do something like that. Yeah, I mean that's that's a I mean that's that's one way to construct a roster. Um like I and said it was, it was Nate Lau from the Texas Rangers, in case you're curious. Who was it? Nate Lau, I had him. Okay. Okay. It's a little different with with baseball. I mean, only because you know you're talking about you, you, first of all you're talking about pitcher pitchers and hitters, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to just like off like offensive players and then a defense for um, football. Um, but yeah, I think yeah if there, if see that's the thing though, Miles Sanders could go off against the Cowboys. That's the thing, because Cowboys are suspect they could be suspect to give up a lot of yardage. Mm, that's the only. That. That's the only thing, because uh, I mean, yeah, we're telling you an Eagle fan maybe to sit down as running back, but against the Cowboys, maybe I'm not tempted to. So, um, I don't know. His team might be okay for. Uh, this team might be okay for next league, actually. So, yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Um, up next, I win weekly. By the way, and this is the same guy that uh, we made fun. We picked on him uh, last week because he didn't start his starters. Oh, I remember yeah. that. I oh, that's right. I. I forgot who we we ragged on for this. This is Landon, Landon Hammonds. I win weekly is his uh, team name, and uh, well, now he's one on one, and he beat Freddie, who is Freddie is also one on one on the fantasy league. Um, so this is as the head to head matchup. Uh, now. They pulled off, I don't remember the details of the trade, but they've managed to pull off some sort of big trade. I don't remember, you know, who all, Freddie, I don't remember the whole details, but I do know Devonta, uh, sorry, Derek Henry uh, used to be on Landon's team. Hmm. However, TJ Hawkinson and DeAndre Hopkins used to be on Freddie's team. I know there's a little bit more to that, but there, however, there's been, um, I guess this, uh, as a joking terms, this was a, a revenge game for trading him. Uh, and the, anyway, joke, all jokes aside, um, the only thing I would say for both guys to tell you the truth, the only thing I would say is uh, that Freddie needs to address his bench because he has a guy missing. 
Yeah, I mean, but it's his bench, so it doesn't. I guess bench. it doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not the end of the world. But mm-hmm. uh, who does he have a quarterback? Yeah, he does. Matthew Stafford. Oh, wait, quarterback in the bench. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say maybe he was saving up a spot for a quarterback, but if he's got Baker, I think he should be good. I would say I would say pick up maybe a running back for because he does not he has three wide receivers in his bench and AJ Green, Sterling Shepard, and Darius Slayton, but uh, but he did not he does not have running back. Um. So Antonio Brown, the guy that I traded to him. Uh, now I kind of feel a little bit better because Antonio Brown only put up two points this week, two point seven. Um, made me feel a little bit better after what he did in week one. However, week one he was on my roster. Um, so th- th- this move, as of right now, hasn't helped him a lot. Um. And then that big baller brand, you know, he had scored 116 fantasy points, but he's on a buy. So, that being said, uh, go with Doug first. Any final thoughts before he gives us a close? Um, no, just you know, I think I think we uh, Rams and the the Rams and the Buccaneers. That is the game of the week. Um, yes, like I said, I I think that's going to be a potential NFC Championship game. Um, like I said before, I think this is this is the prime time for the Buccaneers to lose because if they don't lose this game, I don't know if they're going to lose it all this year. So that's 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 my tidbit for the week. Yes, um, Lennon, we'll go with you. Um, all, <clears throat> all I'm going to say is I'm pretty much just more focused on week four for the Patriots and then our game this week. I mean, it'll be a good matchup, but I, I'm I'm getting ready for Brady. Brady for <laughs> the New England. Don't, over, don't overlook your opponents. Don't overlook your opponents. I, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not really concerned about playoffs for the Patriots this year. I mean, this is more just of a focus to see how Mac's going to do uh, starting, but I feel like nobody knows Brady right now more than Belichick, I feel, at least football-wise. So I feel like I feel like we can get that win next week. So let's just hope we can. Um, so going into this, uh, there could be a very, very, very uh, good chance if Derek Carr is hurt that we would be the only the Denver Broncos would be the only AFC team three and Um. You know that's all I have to say. I kind of have to feel good, uh, could feel good for that, even though it's only gonna last a short, short while. Eventually, the Chiefs will start coming up and being a higher ranking than us. Eventually, we're probably gonna be down at the bottom of the pack, like every year since 2015, actually 16, because 2016 we did have a pretty decent year that year. Um, uh, 
Um, um, hi, uh, we're a team that, that doesn't have a win yet. So, hi, we're a team in the basement. Enjoy your victories right now, okay? <laughs> My giant, it's, it's funny you put me on the bottom because right now we're the team in the basement. So, enjoy your, your winning football teams and you're undefeated right now. We're just trying to get a freaking win here in week three, okay? Oh, yeah, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> 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 all right so <laughs> that's all i have this has been doug lennon and i signing out we'll see you guys next time take care guys <laughs> all, yeah. right. all right now i'm gonna pull up video yeah.